Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammadur Rasulullah, 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Rabbi, salli ala nabiyyika daiman السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ عز بالله من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ریسنٹلی ائی کیم اکراس ا ویڈیو بائی ا کیتھولک فرام ا کیتھولک یوٹیوب چینل اینڈ ایٹ واز ان ریسپانس ٹو ا کویشچن دیٹ کرسچنز آسک وچ از وائی ڈ جیسس ہیو وونڈز افٹر دا ریزرکشن دی انسر از گیون بائی فادر گریگری پائن اینڈ فرسٹ آف آل he talks about the wounds um, as being something that are that is suffered in a personal way he talks about the integrity agility uh, of jesus christ and he puts it in, into the broader context of jesus christ you know having all these powers going through walls and uh, and uh, disappearing and and also having those wounds and he wants us to think about the design of the incarnation the question of why did god take on the human body uh, christians believe that jesus christ is god incarnate which means that god the son took on a human body and formed a union which is uh, the technical term for it is the hypostatic union and uh, the whole purpose of that is to take away the sins of humanity and uh, he also talks about other purposes of uh, this um, this uh, incarnation which includes increasing our faith hope and charity and then going back to the root causes uh, for taking on the body uh, he he gives the argument that jesus christ took on everything he, all of human nature all of the weaknesses hunger fatigue even death and uh, only thing that jesus christ the only thing that jesus christ did not take was sin but everything else uh, that was part of human nature jesus christ took and uh, he talks about um, expressing of solidarity that jesus took on these wounds in order to express solidarity establishes identity as as the risen christ who has taken on the uh, the the sins of humanity and um, and he talks about Jesus being Emmanuel God with us or God for us and the idea was uh, for him to identify with uh, with human uh, weaknesses and all that in the end he talks about speculative theology that there is a you know this is this is these are different ideas that are part of a speculative theology and in response uh to what he has said i will i will begin with this speculative theology aspect which is basically the crux of the problem the promised messiah hazrat mirza gulam ahmed peace be upon him has stated in many of his writings that the issue with christian doctrine is that a lot of times they present their own ideas and their own speculation instead of what Jesus said 
uh, and not even from the Bible itself. A lot of what was discussed in this video that I'm responding to is uh, is based on Father Gregory's ideas. There is there is there is there is there was hardly any, in fact, no uh, quotation from the Bible that I can think of that I that I could that I could detect. Uh, in, in you know, I couldn't find any 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 reference to the Bible that they have, that they mention. And so it's it's all speculation. It's it's an, it's a belief. It's an idea that Jesus Christ is God, and so they try to explain it in in different ways. And in this case, it's Father Gregory who's explaining uh, all of this. So what does this all mean? All of this means that there is no evidence from the Bible. There is no evidence from the words of Jesus Christ Himself that He is God. Of course, we have uh, the primary question, where did Jesus say, I am God? And the answer is nowhere. There's not a single verse where Jesus clearly says that he is God in absolute terms without having any interpretation or any kind of other uh, speculation related to it. And then back to the question about these wounds. So after the resurrection, Jesus Christ is seen with these wounds where did they come from? Why does he have those wounds? If he is now the risen Christ, and 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 you know the there is one aspect of this theology, which is that Jesus Christ has taken on the body, the human body, for eternity, for all of eternity, in all of future, in all of future, he will have a human body, and presumably a body which has those wounds uh, from from the resurrection. So the question is, why such a defective body that Jesus Christ has now taken up or taken on? And, um, and, 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 and the, the problem is that when it comes to identifying, there was a discussion about identifying. How do you identify a human being? We identify a human being by knowing some of the characteristics of human beings, like human beings have a certain form or they have certain abilities uh, they they get hungry when they need to eat food or they get tired uh, after a long day or they experience sickness or pains of different kinds in the case of Jesus Christ he's showing all these attributes he's showing all these characteristics he is hungry at times uh, in 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 the gospels it is mentioned at one point he became hungry and he went to the fig tree Right, and he he did become tired on occasion. He did become thirsty on occasion, and we are told that he was born uh, just as human beings are born, and so he went through the the pains of childbirth, and like uh, the, the there was pain involved in his birth, and there was um, obviously when he was growing up as a child, there are different kinds of pains like uh, you know having your tree your 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 teeth. Uh, you know, when we have our teeth, uh, our baby teeth, there's pain involved, right? And later on, those teeth are replaced and there's pain involved there as well. And then we get sick and there's pain involved there as well. So Jesus Christ is is demonstrating human characteristics throughout his life up until the last moments he is showing us his human side. And yet, for us to turn around and say, no, he was also divine, is a quite a strange uh, speculation or quite a st- strange ideology. So when it comes to Jesus Christ, peace be upon him, one of the first things we should note 
is that there's a lot of evidence that shows that he was a human being, simply a human being uh, with all these uh, characteristics and aspects. It reminds me of a book, The Case for Christ, I read uh, a few years ago, where uh, it talks about this aspect of Christian theology, and it was difficult for the expert uh, who was being interviewed in that part of the book to to explain this idea of God being incarnate, right? If God is the all-powerful. All so, so even if he did take on the body, why did he take on all these pains and suffering and all that? And then why give up some of these other attributes that have nothing to do with all of this, which is uh, things like being all-knowing. God is all-knowing, right? But we have Jesus at one point expressing his lack of knowledge, right? For instance, he says, regarding the hour, no one knows, uh, not even the angels, nor the sun. So he, ex he expresses his lack of knowledge about something. He expresses his, he's already showing different kinds of weaknesses. So he's not all powerful. He is, so, so he, he, he has, he has, as if he has given up his divinity or aspects of his divinity. And, and so if he has given up divinity, then where is the evidence for his divinity? Where is the evidence that he was truly divine? We have to rely on preconceived notions, preconceived ideas that Jesus was God who took on the body, but when he, when he had the body, he did not have any divine attributes. And if he did not have any divine attributes, that means um, we have no evidence of him being divine. The promised Messiah, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam, Ahmed, peace be upon him, has said that not only did Jesus, should Jesus have claimed to be God in very clear terms, he should have also demonstrated those divine attributes. And we have neither of these in the case of Jesus Christ. In fact, when it comes to his claim, if we read John chapter 10, verses 30 to 35 or 30 to 40, that whole incident with the Jews who accused him of blasphemy, he actually denies having said anything different from the metaphorical usage uh, in the Bible. So he denies being clearly or distinctly God. Uh, he, he uses the word son of the, the phrase son of God, which is which is common in, in, in the biblical idiom. When it comes to his demonstrating his divine attributes, he does none of that. In fact, if we go back to the same passage in John chapter 10, what he should have done is that not only affirmed when the Jews accused him of blasphemy, he should have said, yes, I am God. Um, and, 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 and then he should have demonstrated this with divine attributes, some signs that have, could have clearly established his, his, um, his divinity. And we have none of that in the case of Jesus Christ, peace be upon him. So, you know, when, when we look at the sources, when we look at the Bible, when we look at the New Testament, when we look at the words of Jesus Christ, we have none of these ideas uh, that Christians later on invented regarding Jesus Christ, things like him being God incarnate or some other ideas that are related to that. And, and this, is a, this is a problem, right? Um, if Jesus was truly God, he should have been clear about it. He should not have said these things in such convoluted ways, right? That requiring so many interpretations and layers of interpretations before we can make certain conclusions about uh, Jesus Christ 
peace be upon him. So this uh, aspect of Christianity, which is speculative theology, I believe it's quite problematic, generally speaking, uh, for Christian thought and Christian theology in general. Jazakumullah ta'ala sallallahu Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammadur Rasulullah, 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah. Salli ala nabina, salli ala Muhammadin, salli ala habib. 